What's up guys, my name is Torin, I'm an e-commerce entrepreneur and welcome back to another video. In today's video, I'm going to be interviewing Zach Hartley. Zach is a YouTuber who's turned his passion for stock trading into over $12,000 per month in profit. In six short months, Zach has grown a YouTube channel from zero subscribers to over 7,000 of them. Now with that small audience, Zach now brings in over $12,000 per month in revenue and it's all profit. In this interview, I asked Zach about himself, how he's done this, the lessons he's learned, and where he plans to go with his channel. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel for more raw, uncut education like this. And without further ado, let's dive into the interview. All right, guys, so we have jumped into the Zoom podcast and we have Zach on the line. So welcome, Zach. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me, Torin. Yeah, this is perfect. So everything's working, running. Uh, I think we're going to just basically jump into the video by allowing you, Zach, to give us your elevator pitch. What are you doing on YouTube? Basically, uh, we connected because I saw how well you were doing on YouTube and the crazy growth numbers you've been doing. So I wanted to get you basically on uh, on camera, on microphone, give us some some screenshots, some insights about what you do, what you've done to do so well, and, and what you're all about. Yeah, thanks, Torin. Um, so 2020 kind of started off as a crazy year for me. So I did a little bit of traveling at the beginning of the year, and then I actually came home back to Calgary because of COVID. And we were in the middle of the lockdown. I basically had to work from home and uh, kind of figure out what I wanted to do. And so I decided that I was doing a little bit of stock trading. I was kind of doing my own technical and fundamental analysis on a lot of these companies. And I figured, I wonder if anybody else would be interested in seeing what I'm doing. So I made a couple of videos about how I was trading stocks and what I was looking at and, uh, and basically how I was managing my own portfolio. And I posted a couple of videos on YouTube and they seemed to do pretty good. And people were really, really interested in the strategies that I was using. I wasn't selling anything. I wasn't having any major sponsored videos. I wasn't doing anything. I was just giving people the raw strategies and providing them the value. And what was really cool is uh, it really kind of grew into a community of people that wanted to learn more about stock trading. And so I created a course on Skillshare where I literally sat in my house here during lockdown. I couldn't go out. I couldn't do anything. And cool. I filmed yeah. myself recording how I trade in the market and I turned it into a course I posted it on Skillshare and Skillshare is kind of cool because somebody can sign up and they get two weeks free when they sign up and they can go on any course that they want. They can do the whole course and then decide whether or not to keep the membership. So I posted it there and they kept making videos and, uh, and it, it's basically grown since then. So I started in April, April, kind of May of 2020, really making videos and yep. pushing them out. I launched my course there as well. And then since then, I have basically gone full time. I do a little bit of trading in the morning. I make a video in the afternoon. I spend the rest of my days either with family, with friends, as much as I can during the current lockdown and everything and uh, making other investments. And now it's paid off really, really well. So in the last kind of six to eight months, unreal, yeah, it's grown from me trading on my own, just kind of doing my own thing to a full community and uh, multiple revenue streams and a YouTube channel is growing exponentially fast. So I'm really excited about it. And I think that's the most exciting part is hearing that uh, you have been able to do this in such a short period of time, taking advantage of basically this lockdown, the coronavirus. And even on my YouTube channel, I, I had said uh, during, I think it was April, May, when everything was basically going as 
crazy as it possibly could that this is the time everyone needs to be going online folk like whatever you whatever you think you're good at just start recording do something because uh, I was in the e-commerce space and everyone was online purchasing right so what it couldn't have been better timing for myself but to know that you did this in 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 six months is unreal I'm stuck at home trying yeah. to figure out okay what are we gonna do next like what's the plan and uh, I exactly what you said, decided to take advantage of it. I mean, there's two things that are happening when people are at home. They're trying to figure out how they're going to work and how they're going to make an income. And they're buying products online. And so you did the e-commerce yeah. thing, which is absolutely huge right now. The amount of people that converted their business online and are doing well is huge. The people that couldn't do that are definitely suffering or struggling a little bit more right now. And then the other side of things is that people started trying to figure out what to do with the money that they had. And luckily, there's a lot of apps out right now that give people the ability to figure out how to invest their money. But there are very, very few resources that are good education sources of how to invest their money. So everyone's trying to be a guru, right? And it's so inauthentic. It's very spammy. So to see someone as authentic as you start from nothing or not even nothing, but basically start YouTube from nothing and say, this is my journey so far. And I've followed the, I like the small trading account challenges you have on YouTube, which are quite fun. And I'm sure they do quite well for you because people are following how authentic it is. Yeah. And I think that's the big, like that was the goal with the small account challenges. I started with a thousand dollars. I put it into an account and now I started that August 27th. It's now January 8th and the account's right around $5,000. So it's really, really grown. Yeah quickly and the goal of that account was to prove you don't need to spend an exorbitant amount on a course you don't need to spend a crazy amount on your stock broker and all of this and, and it can be done you don't need to start with twenty five thousand dollars you don't need to start with ten thousand dollars you can start with your small amount of money here are a couple of strategies yeah. for how you can build. and that was the goal of the small account challenge and so far the reception has been exceptional and i think it has um provided a lot of value to a lot of people I think so too, because even I have people reaching out all the time too, being like, I'm so glad you showed how you could start this from nothing, right? Like a lot of people show these flashy numbers like a uh, humble trader or whatever, right? Half a million on this trade or 10, 20K on this trade. But uh, even just to show, like you've been able to attain, how many subscribers are you at as of right now? Uh, let's pull it up. We're, we just crossed the 75 market day or two ago, and today we are at 7,655, and we're up 2,609 in the last 28 days. So, like, wow, we're yeah. about 30% per month right now, which is, which to me just seems really, really good. Like, I'm pretty happy with that growth. And what's nice is, like, YouTube is growing 30% per month, but all of the other revenue streams are also growing at at least that rate. And so, um, yeah. Now my job is maintain the content flow, make sure that I'm still providing value to everybody and then manage different revenue streams. Yeah. So we'll dive into those revenue streams first, before we leave that just YouTube, my point was uh, trying to make that you were able to build this YouTube channel by not necessarily being an expert finance stock trader on wall street for the last 20 years, right? You don't necessarily need to be an absolute expert in whatever you start on YouTube. It's just starting and sharing your experience, right? And getting out there. And now people come to you where it's like, holy cow, you did this in six months. You literally just made a name for yourself. 
Yeah, and the cool, like, I've heard this from three three different people in the last few while, is I talk about, hey, maybe you should consider making a YouTube channel because the topic comes up in just conversations. Yeah. And they say, no, it's too saturated. And no, there's too many people already in that space. Or I'm like, not an expert, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I'm here doing a channel that literally competes with Graham Stephan, with me, Kevin, with with Daniel Pronk, who's literally in Calgary, with Griffin Noakes, who's in Canada, with right. Humble Trader, who's in Canada. Like, I'm competing with really big names here. And I can tell you that even just at under 8,000 subscribers right now, I'm feeling really, really good about how things are going. So, cool. um, so I'm really, really excited about it. But like, I'm competing with, with two of the people, me, Kevin, and Graham Stefan. I would argue that they're, they're in the top 10 highest paid YouTube channels yeah. without a doubt. And so... I'm directly competing with them. I'm in one of the most saturated markets. And so I can tell you that the growth of YouTube and the market on YouTube is so much larger than the creators on YouTube. And I think that's only going to grow as we continue. YouTube's a big platform right now. It's like two or three in search behind Google search. And that's only going to grow five or 10 years from now as people can access how-to videos on their phone. So now is the best time to get started on YouTube because five years from now, the argument of it's too saturated is like it's still not going to apply but it's going to be worse than it is right now and so that's yeah. that's what i tell people but it convincing some youtube channel seems to be really difficult i know same for me as well I, I i feel you on that one but it leads me actually into my next topic because i have argued with a few people that uh i feel the education system is going to change drastically and um, I do know I've researched you have been to university and so have I, but not necessarily what we're doing now is taught in university, but also with that being said, 50, hundred years ago, we've never had uh, a platform like YouTube where anyone can literally learn anything they want for free, right? Like the universities are like, they must be shaking a little bit in their boots realizing like I get, I get, I totally get the certifications of some of, and the designations of, on um, some of those careers, but the business side of it for sure. Right. Yeah. And it's a really interesting topic. Like I had this conversation with a teacher the other day and, and we were thinking like, or I was thinking more so I was in a preaching mode, but <laughs> if you're, yeah, if you were to rethink the, let's say, junior high math system, how what would be the most effective way to do it in 2021? Well, obviously, you can't do it in a classroom of 30 people. You have to do it virtually, and you have to do it online. It's like, okay, yeah. well, if it's going to be done online, and we're going to do it that way, or if some part of the school system is ever going to be online, what would be the best way to do that? Well, would it be to have one teacher for every 30 kids regurgitate the exact same thing or would it be better to find the best two or three teachers in the <laughs> entire school district right. send them a film crew for a week and get them to do an excellent math 20 peer course so that every student in alberta gets the it. best quality education yeah. and then once a week they call up their teacher for all the questions and, and all the things that they need and that teacher has 200 kids and they deal with 50 a day or something like that like if you were to rethink the school system in 2021 i just think it would be completely different and you would have the best teachers in the city or in the county or wherever it is wherever your um curriculum falls you'd send them for a film crew to do the entire thing every student would get the same education and then some level of help on the side they all have to answer the same tests in grades six and nine so at least then you got a yeah. fair shot it would provide more equal 
the good teachers would go to every single student instead of the good teachers going to good schools. So I think it would be a more equal system as well. But yeah, yeah that's a that's a really interesting topic. Yeah, but yeah. for instance, yeah, it, the the it has completely changed the way people have learned, and that led me into like where had your stock knowledge or where had your knowledge originated from before starting this YouTube channel? Yeah. So that was one area where I got lucky. I, uh, I was interested in business in high school. I always had to fundraise to go play basketball. So we had to literally bring in sales to make enough money to go to our tournaments. So like we yeah. were in our life as a business and we didn't really know it as kids. And then when we grew up, I went to school for business. I studied at Mount Royal university. And then after that, um, we basically kind of got going from there. But what was nice is at Mount Royal, when I studied business, I took one course on the stock market, stock market introduction. And uh, they basically got us to make a portfolio. I think we had $250,000 of fake money. Nice. And we were allowed to invest it. And I think you had to make 5% by the end of the end of the semester. And we were able to make 5%, but it was really, really eye-opening to see okay, like you can take control of your own money. You can learn how to invest. It's not that difficult. And what was really cool is like by the end of the course, the teacher was like, guys, congratulations. You now know more about the stock market and financial literacy than about 80 to 90% of the people <laughs> um, are out there. And it was like, wow, that's like yeah. kind of cool to see whether, whether she was right or wrong. I honestly do think she was right because it was a really good course. But what was neat about it is in a matter of like 12 or 16 weeks, uh, she was able to deliver that in like two hours a week. It was absolutely phenomenal. Cool. And I thought, well, like that wasn't too difficult. I've got all of that content and it provided me with so much value. So what I did was that stock market course that I mentioned earlier, I tried to take everything that I learned in her course. I tried to take everything that I've learned since her course and everything that I'm doing right now and compile it into basically a video series of step-by-step. -step. Here's every aspect you need to know. And, uh, and so I got lucky. I had a little bit of education from university that I was able to transfer into this Skillshare course. So um, the Skillshare course that's on there is pretty much the stock market intro course that I got from university. No, that's it's awesome. all original. But um, yeah, because like that's content from. Yeah, and exactly. Built from there. And that, it's awesome how that, that little intro course sparked your intention with it and your love for it or your interest for it, right? And even that 5% number, people like people who aren't educated in, let's say, finance, think 5% return is huge, right? Because maybe that's all they can get from their bank, but you take advantage of your own money, what you believe in, and look where you've taken it, right? So uh, with yeah. that... I think that's the big thing is like just the knowledge and the confidence to take control of your own finances. That's what that course gave me. And that's what I'm trying to help other people achieve. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It was a, uh, it's been a cool experience and it's actually, um, I didn't think it was going to do very well. I thought it was just kind of be something on the side, um, that would sit there and live there. And I didn't email every now and then, but it has grown beyond my wildest beliefs mostly because of youtube and skillshare and how yeah. i've been able to align those two and connect them but it's uh it's uh surprised me in the most greatest way and so let's basically dive into how youtube has led you to making your full-time income whether it's through adsense skillshare or the other revenue streams you might have 
Yeah, so um, the goal with me was I knew that my channel wasn't going to grow big enough soon enough to make my money strictly on YouTube ads. So the goal was to develop multiple revenue streams, diversify my income and try and use YouTube as the the beacon and the, uh, the customer engagement and, and the way to get the views and then use everything else as the way to monetize those views. So as of right now in December, YouTube paid me about $1,500 USD, um, which is not bad. That, that covers rent and it pretty much covers my expenses. So that's phenomenal. Well, still, pretty much yeah. break you. That's awesome. Is, yeah, is really, there any way we could dive into there as well and share yeah, screenshots? So, yeah, can I share them? In, you can, in yeah. This? If you feel comfortable, that'd be awesome. Okay, let's see what we've got here. I've got four monitors up right now, so. <laughs> there you go, a true stock okay. trader. Okay, so this is what the uh, YouTube studio looks like. So this is the back end when you uh, are creating videos. So I've got 7,600 subscribers. And then when you go to my analytics and you go to my revenue, this is how much I'm making per day. So on January 6th, I made $61. And then on the 5th, I made $70.99, 72, 84, 55, 42, 31, yeah. 56, 71. So not too bad. So if we go to like, let's just say December 2020, the total income was $1,706 US. So about $2,000 Canadian. So that pretty much covers all of my kind of living expenses. Yeah. But here's the cool thing about YouTube is I'll do some videos that'll get a ton of views right away and then completely level off. And then I'll do some videos like this one here. That's how to start your day trading in Canada. This is the best video I have. And as of right now, it makes me like 10 to $15 a day. So 671 cool. to 658. So that was like a $13 day to 644. So that was like a $14 day to yeah. 632 so that was like a $12 day so this video just keeps going like straight up and makes between 10 and $15 a day every single day without doing a single thing to it except answering comments every once in a while that's so cool no I've so even like, so I, I've even seen it pop up for me like it gets suggested on my home page yeah, so like this video is absolutely gold for me. And if you can make more videos like this, and if I could make 10 videos like this, that would be absolutely phenomenal. And so that's the goal. But this is the perfect example of evergreen content, where yeah. the only reason that this video gets is because people are searching for it and it answers what they're searching for and it provides some value. So this, it, this video did not do well in the beginning, right? So right. it hardly got any views. But over time, YouTube recognized that it's answering this question. And so that's why it's done well so far. So I'm trying to make more and more content like this, but this is, uh, this is cool. And then within all of my videos, I tell people about my course on Skillshare. And I also tell them about a couple of other uh, affiliate links and a discord chat that I run. Yeah. So, and that's basically your promotion to your other revenue streams, correct? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So this is, this is YouTube revenue this is youtube ad income i get let's call it 1700 a month right now and then what's nice is i try and direct people so if they watch my videos they're obviously interested in the stock market so i give them the piece of content that they want to know about and then i say if you want to learn more or if you want to know how to read the charts or understand the financials check out my course on skillshare and so yeah this is what skillshare looks like cool. so 
This is the back end of Skillshare. I have three courses. I've got soccer. Yeah, so 1,257 students. So I've got, this is the main course. This is the money maker, stock market fundamentals. And then I also have a course on how options work, which is kind of a more complicated form of stock trading. And then I also have a personal finance masterclass. So somebody that just needs to get their finances in order, this one's really good for them. But when I go to my teacher stats and I go to my dashboard, this is really cool. So this wow. is my December earning here. And so with Skillshare, I get paid based on referrals. Wow. And I also get paid based on... So my watch time money for December, uh, the range is between 5,200 and 6,100, and then it gets paid out on December 16th. And that's kind of where I figure out what that final number is. Right. Usually it's on the high side. So like, let's say, let's say it's 6,000. And then I sent 232 people to my course in the month of December, and I get paid $10 <laughs> per referral for that. So let's, let's say this is 2,300 plus 6,000. So $8,300 us yeah. from Skillshare. So like 10 Canadian <laughs> just to build your YouTube channel. Yeah. That's unreal. Yeah. All from YouTube. So, and then the, here's the cool thing. So minutes watched, this is like how much time people spend on my video right? and, and it's going up like crazy. Like in August, it was 6,000 minutes and then 10,000, 16,000, 36,000. Wow. 81,000 minutes and so far we're eight days into January and I'm at basically 30,000 minutes you're so almost at November yeah. January as well. yeah yeah that's awesome and then here's the full breakdown here's the full breakdown since I started so the first month was $10 $100 300 300 360 wow, look at that girl. 14 34 yeah yeah and then this month this month is probably just over eight and then and then yeah that's it so skillshare makes i don't know you could call it four or five times more than than youtube right in terms of revenue and then all of the money goes into a company and obviously the company has expenses and, and pays for wi-fi and equipment yeah. and advertising and whatever else right so um and then i pay myself a salary that's really cool and, and so then um, we talked about your uh, actual earnings from your stock trades, your YouTube income from AdSense, uh, your Skillshare income. Are there any others that you utilize the same information for? Yeah. So uh, the Discord chat. So like I said, I'm doing all. I'm do, I'm still stock trading. I'm making my trades. I'm doing my analysis. And yep. so I uh, I run a Discord. I'll show you what that looks like. So cool. this is what the chat looks like. It's literally just a, a group chat with a bunch of different threads. And uh, and what's cool about it is I share a lot of my analysis and my trades in here. Yeah. And then somebody can sign up through my website and they'll get access to this chat. And then they can see all of the uh, they can see all of the uh, charts and the technical analysis and my research and my holdings. Like I shared my entire uh, small account portfolio right here. Cool. We're doing extremely well in it, so I shared it with the entire group. I showed them the trades that I made, and uh, and, and what kind of kind companies of do you invest in? Uh, I I go for a little bit riskier companies. So right now okay. I am in. So right now I'm in a dr couple drone companies. I'm in a graphene company. I'm in a couple psychedelic companies and I'm in three <laughs> cool. crypto companies. As yeah. Well as, yeah. As well as one 
technology company right now. So I have a diversified portfolio, but I'm definitely in uh, a lot more riskier industries than most people. And it's because I'm swing trading. So right. this accounts for swing trading. I have another account where I do long-term investing. That one doesn't get touched uh, quite as much. This one is the, uh, the fun account where I like to experiment a little more. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, congratulations on that success. Yeah, and so this one right now has 111 people online and 360 people offline, and they're all paying about $5 a month. So you can kind of do the math on that, but that works out really nice because that is consistent and steady income as well. That's awesome. Yeah, so it, it's your YouTube's driving to all these different platforms, right? And so your Discord, if anyone was interested in following your trades, they can get to that through your website, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they can just go to zachharley.com and you get the links to all the courses if you want to sign up. And then you can also uh, put in your credit card to sign up for the uh, Discord chat and a link will get an email to you. And then you can sign up and join the chat basically that night. Cool, awesome. Really easy. Yeah, I wanted to touch on how you did this in the stock trading world. But if anyone else was interested in doing a similar business model on YouTube, sort of the the high level overview of what they need to accomplish in order to do this. How how do you get anywhere on YouTube? Where do you start? What do you talk about? Well, what kind of advice would you give someone? Yeah, I think the big thing is... Um like your content is is key and is the number one thing it's more important than fancy videography or cool editing your content is the number one most important thing and then structuring that content in a way that aligns with a strategy is the next most important thing because content is what's going to get you the viewers and it's going to get you loyalty and it's going to make somebody trust you and want to make that want to watch that next video And then your ability and your strategy to monetize that view and turn it into something more than just one YouTube view is what's going to pay your bills and keep you going. And so my strategy from the beginning was I knew that I was going to have a small channel, which means I need to monetize every single view as much as possible. And so I make a little bit of money on ads, but if somebody signs up for Skillshare, I make $10 US when they sign up and I make like $15, $20 if they watch the entire course. So that is how I'm monetizing them. Once they watch the course, if they really like what I'm doing, then they join my discord chat and they pay me $5 per month. So that is my strategy. And that's sort of my funnel is start with YouTube, join the course, join the discord. But I have that strategy set up so that I can monetize it. And so what I highly recommend anybody that's new out there is think about your strategy first. Like I know it's a little ways out before you have your merch line or you have before you have your own product line or before you have whatever you whatever you're thinking about. But yeah. if you can do it up front, it allows you to monetize those early views as long as you can do it authentically, organically, and in the right way. So my number one thing is like, make sure you have good content. So think about your niche and what you're going to kind of focus on. And then make sure you have a strategy to keep yourself going in those early months where you need to be pumping out a couple of videos a week at least. And, uh, and it's yeah. not going to make a ton of money on YouTube ad revenue. And so that's what you suggest is a couple of videos a week uh, with obviously very value packed content. 
Yeah, like obviously it depends a little bit on your niche because there's a lot of people on YouTube right now that are doing one video a month and they're having mad massive success. If you look at Stuff Made Here or the Mark Rober YouTube channel, they only do one video a month and they're doing extremely well. So obviously right. that is definitely a possibility. However, in every single one of those videos, they are doing something amazing. They are doing something that the regular person can't do. They're doing something that they have very special skill sets to manufacture or make the world's largest water gun or an unbreakable right. lock. So they're doing really, really cool things. And their production value is also very, very high. So if that's your strategy, then one video a month works, but you better make sure that you right. don't have two <laughs> videos because otherwise you're going to struggle right. for me and new creators. Um, I make a video every single day, but I have completely automated my entire production process. So for instance, when I come in in the morning, like most of my videos go on PowerPoint. So I'm actually kind of walking somebody through a PowerPoint that says, here's how to trade or here's how margin works in quest trade. And so for my entire studio, the only thing I need to do to get set up is make my PowerPoint it takes maybe 20 minutes, depending on the subject, yeah. turn on the camera. I got all of my lights on Google right now. I film, it gets downloaded <laughs> to my computer takes like 20 minutes to edit and I can pump out a video in like two or three hours. So it's not nice. a big deal for me. So it depends on your content. If you are talking to a computer like this and doing reviews or software updates or, or makeup tutorials, or you're doing tech reviews, like whatever it is, if you're sitting in a desk and you're talking to a camera like this, it should probably be one or two videos, like one video every two or three days, at least if not right. a video a day, and then maybe stack them if you need to. If you're yeah. doing high production content like Mark Rober, then one video a month kind of suits what you do. But you, I can tell Fair you Mark Rober puts a ton of time into his strategy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His videos are top quality for sure. Yeah, and that's the debate, right? Is quality over quantity. But if you can try to optimize your time and try to produce a lot of still quality videos with value in it, uh, it gives you your best opportunity, right? Yeah. And I'm, like you nailed it on the head there is the more content you produce, uh, the better off you'll be. So depending on your niche and your production quality and what you film and what you're doing, you need to maximize how much content you put out. The more content is always going to be better as long as it's good right. or great content, the right. more of it, the better. Perfect. No, that's, uh, that's, Perfect. That's honestly everything I wanted to talk to you about. If there was anything you wanted to plug, like I think we talked all about it. Check out your website, your Discord, your YouTube channel. But yeah, definitely check out those links if you want to get started in the stock market. There's a full step by step course. And I'm also launching a full course on how to start a YouTube channel. So if you're somebody cool. that needs an in depth kind of walkthrough of all the different steps and how to upload your videos and deal with comments and what kind of 4K or 1080p you should be filming in. Uh, I got a course launching pretty soon. So check out the websites. It should be available when you watch this video. On uh, ZachHartley's.com as well? Uh, yeah, there'll be a link on ZachHartley.com and then it'll be hosted on Skillshare again. Oh, perfect. Cool, Zach. Well, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and talk to me, share your screen, show me some insight as to how well you're doing, which is very inspirational to us all. And uh, yeah, until next time. Cool, Torn. Thanks for having me. Yeah, take care.